The following podcast is a Dear Media production. The Skinny Confidential Times Dough. This is melt in your mouth. We created buttercream sugar cookies. It's a little crunchy. It has like these flamingo pink sprinkles. The cookie dough also has healthy fats, antioxidants, and a dash of adaptogens in every creamy, smooth bite. So here's the deal. We wanted to create sugar cookies with benefits, and I think we did that. The packaging is absolutely adorable, and it's a limited drop. Go to Eat Dough and search Buttercream Sugar Cookies, and I have a code for you. You can use code LAUREN20 for 20% off. That's L-A-U-R-Y-N 20 for 20% off. EatDough.com. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. Happy Friday. This is kind of a plot twist. We are now podcasting on Fridays. Michael and I have switched up our podcast schedule. So we are releasing Monday, Wednesday, and Friday now. So here's what you can expect. On Monday and Wednesday, you can expect the full normal podcast interviews or long episodes. And then on Friday, we're giving you a bite-sized version. And what that will look like is a solo episode by me or Michael or us together that ranges from 10 to 15 minutes. And every single episode will bring you tangible, tactical tips and tricks that you can apply to your own life. So that's what we're doing on Friday now. I'm going to go first. I've been brainstorming what to talk about on the first solo episode of the year. And this is something that's been on my mind. And it is as simple as this. Success follows interest. Basically, I discovered this to be true through experimentation of my career, but it also was solidified by Robert Greene. He wrote a book called Mastery, and it's all about looking at what you loved as a child and going back to it as an adult. So for me personally, I loved scrapbooking and creating like magazines when I was little. So I would like cut up magazines, make vision boards. I would scrapbook. I would make scrapbooks for my friends and family. And it's so funny because when I fast forward to now, I'm essentially doing that online. And I think that that is a lesson to be had. If you are in a place where you don't feel like you are being successful at your career, I would take a look at what your interests were when you were little. And if they don't match up, that's a big clue. And I'm all about clues. Really sit down and think about what you used to like when you were little. Was it baking? Was it cooking? Was it dancing? Was it singing? Was it writing? Was it words? Whatever that is, pull those interests into the now. And you might sit down and write a bunch of stuff down and you're like, this isn't going to make me money. It's not going to make me money to scrapbook. But if you pull it to modern times and you're creative with it, you can actually probably monetize off what you used to love when you were little. So success follows interest. When you go after things that you're genuinely interested in, you're going to naturally be focused more. And this is going to really put you in a place where you can succeed and have true success. Charlie Munger just passed away, and he always talks about how success follows interest. 
So if you're doing something that has nothing to do with the things that you're actually interested in, I would take a beat, have some clarity, and think about what it is that you're actually interested in. One thing that really works for Michael and I is we try to do this thing called a think day. It's kind of based off Bill Gates. Bill Gates goes away in a cabin for a week out of the year and he does a think week. I obviously can't get away for a week right now because I have two kids under three. But what I'll do is I'll do a think day. I usually do it on January 1st or 2nd, sometimes both days. And I'll sit down with a pen and paper and a journal and I'll write down all the different things that I'm interested in in conquering for the next year. And then what I'll do is I'll make this huge list and I'll circle the top three things. And those are the three things that I'll focus on. So let me give you an example. Maybe it's grow the podcast, write a book, uh, launch blank, put out a new product, whatever it is, I'll make that huge list of all the goals that I want to accomplish. I'll circle the top three and I'll only put my energy towards those top three. And what that's going to do is it's going to give you a deep focus towards the three things that you actually really want to accomplish that are priorities. To do this, though, you have to have space to think. Thinking time is so overrated. You can't do this on a Monday when you have 600 emails or on a Tuesday when you're in and out of Zoom calls. There has to be space. Right now, we're in a fresh new year. I always say the first two weeks of the year are super slow. Everyone's kind of like coming out of hibernation. This is such a good time to sit with yourself and think. I don't even care if you have an hour with a pen and paper. Give yourself the space to have the clarity to figure out how you want the next year to go. I am all about meditating and thinking about my future from an umbrella standpoint. So what I mean by that is a lot of us are so close to the picture all the time. I think it's important to zoom out and look at the whole picture as a whole. And so you could even give yourself prompts. What do I want out of this year? What are my top three goals out of this year? How am I going to get to these three goals? So what are the systems that you're taking? And let me give you just like an example that's super tangible. Say you want to be a podcaster. Okay, I want to be a podcaster. How many podcasts are you releasing a week? What day of the week? What time? Who is helping you edit? How are you recording them? Meaning, are they on the calendar for the next three months? Have you reached out to guests? Do you have cover art? Do you have a header? Are you doing a website? Are you doing Instagram? Who's running the Instagram? Like you really get super in the mud with the idea that you pick. So you're going to pick your three ideas and then you're going to get in the mud with those three ideas during your thinking time. And I want to also say that these three goals that you have for the upcoming year don't have to be just work goals. So it could be something like, I want to be the best mother ever. Okay, what does that look like from a practical, approachable standpoint? Well, maybe it looks like me getting on the floor with my kids and playing with toys with them from 7.30 to 8 every single morning. Maybe it looks like taking my son for a walk and doing a meditation with him. Maybe it looks like booking a tumble class for me and my kids, like some alone time. Maybe it looks like putting something on the schedule every single week where we actually connect and it's not an activity. 
I think what's important about setting goals is getting really granular with how you're going to accomplish them and then actually putting them on the calendar so you hit those goals. Goals are cute. Goals are great. We all have goals. But if you don't set the infrastructure on how to get to those goals, they're really hard to achieve. Another big mistake with goals is when you have too many. So that's why I think it's really important to write down 20 and then circle the top three that are priority for that year. Another thing that I like to do for my think day is I like to write out what would make the best year possible. So I'll write out like outrageous things. It could be anything from a publication that I want to be in to a podcast guest that I want. I'll just write it all out. And then the last thing that I do on my think week is I create an execution board. I am not a fan of the vision board. I feel like a vision board is just cutting out other people and actresses and like models and and I don't know, just like other people's vision. Like it's like almost like a Pinterest board. It doesn't feel personalized to me. I like to actually draw out what it looks like. So if I'm launching a product, I'll draw it out. I'll put the die line on my board. I will actually draw out a website. Say I want to launch a website. I'll draw it out in front of me. I'll put colors on it. I'll make like a board that is actually executing what's in my head on a piece of paper. Again, this doesn't have to be just with work. This could be like, I want to spend an uninterrupted hour a day with my husband. And what does that look like? Maybe it looks like us saunaing. Maybe that looks like us going for a walk. Whatever it is, I put on this execution board. And then I keep the execution board near me so I can look at it throughout the year. My point is here is it's really important to stop and think, especially in the beginning of the year, that you're focused on what makes you feel the most successful. And you can do that in a lot of different ways, but you can't do it if you don't have the space and time to have the clarity to figure out how you want to live the rest of your year. I do this every single year. I always take a day or two to have a think day. And this piles up. It's like compounding every single year. I've done this for the past five years. And I can tell you that I have hit 80% at least of the things that were on this execution board and on this goal list. You would be surprised how these think days are subliminally on your consciousness. I also do one more thing that I have to tell you guys. I take all my ideas from my think days and I try to meditate on them every single day. Even if it's for two minutes, I try to just like go back to my execution board, go back to my goals, go back to the systems that help create those goals. Success follows interest. Give yourself the time and space to think and try a think day or two in the beginning of the year and let me know how it goes. I hope you guys love these solo episodes. This is so fun. We'll be talking about all different kinds of subjects health, wealth, diet, business, kids. And it'll just be like a little coffee talk with Michael and I. On that note, happy new year and we will see you on Monday. The Him and Her weekly newsletter has launched. Michael and I are putting together five tips for you guys and we are condensing it into one email once a week. They're good tips too. They're tips we don't even talk about on the podcast. Everything from sex, relationships, success, money, happiness, kids, is in one newsletter. And so all you have to do is go to tscpodcast.com. You can sign up for our newsletter and you'll get a him and her five tips of the week right to your inbox. We also have collected our monthly favorites and that will go out once a month 
with all the things we're buying, loving, and wanting in one spot. So everything's organized for you. Go to tscpodcast.com and sign up for our new Him and Her newsletter.